Tuesday the 19th, what a finish to NFL football. Boy, we could have used a field goal instead of that attempt on fourth down. However, we'd be saying, hey, genius, if they had converted that fourth down. But that cost them money. Fortunately, that multi-leg same-game parlay came in with the props. They all came in by halftime out of the full game, and the total was almost hit by halftime for the adjusted total. So successful overall if you're able to get that in. Uh, we're going to move into today, though, because that's all ancient history. So we've got the opening night of NBA. We've got NHL. We've got MLB. M- NBA. There is no play. No play on a game or a side. These are unpredictable. Kyrie Irving doing Kyrie Irving things in Brooklyn. We've got Lakers adding Westbrook into the mix. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, if you ask me to pick a side, I'd probably pick Brooklyn, and, and I'd probably pick the Lakers. I'd probably pick over on the Brooklyn game. I'd probably pick eh, under on the Lakers game, but there's no way I'm putting any money on that. What I do, I have some sprinkles on some props with the Lakers players because you can count on a couple things. Westbrook, Davis, and LeBron are going to get their points and they're going to get rebounds. So if you look at adjusted numbers, each of those three players, six or more rebounds, and then Westbrook, 15 or more points, Davis and James, 20 or more points. Given the Lakers with uh, missing Ellington and Talon Horton Tucker and these three guys trying to mix in together and contribute, you can be pretty confident they're going to put some points on the board, although I don't know that they would, ne- that they would necessarily hit their non-adjusted totals, but the adjusted totals are pretty darn solid. And rebounds as well, because as they try to figure out how to play together, one thing they all know to do is, hey, Get the rebounds, get the other guys miss, get the other teams miss, and especially Westbrook for a guard. He's a stud for a rebounder. You've got Davis down low, and of course LeBron's always in on the action. So those, the points or the rebounds for those three players are extremely solid prop bets if you want to get involved with something on NBA tonight. And I, I'll tell you, I sprinkled some of those numbers that I just talked about, but I'm not even going to get into leans because it's just do what you need to do on that. Uh, MLB tonight. Boy, it's a tough one. Atlanta at Dodgers starting in a few hours here. Bueller for the Dodgers. This is a, this is a carbon copy of the last game where I said, listen, you got to pay the Lexus price when you only needed the Camry to get there, or the bus fare to get there, you know, whatever analogy I used. You're overpaying for the Dodgers, but the thing is the Dodgers are going to win this today. Of course, that's what I said yesterday, and they took a 4-2 to two lead in the bottom of the eighth and managed to lose the game 5-4, to four, you know. The smart money I said was on Atlanta, and if you had taken Atlanta, if you said, "Hey, I'm going to take Atlanta the next two games at underdog pricing," you've already won money because you had the underdog pricing yesterday. So, you know, well, I guess you still have to win today. But the bottom line is, if the Dodgers win today, you still lost money if you split one and one. So, not healthy on that the outcome. But the bottom line is, the Dodgers are the play today. Versus, and I played my Dodgers are the official play. Now I go into Houston versus Boston. I've also played Boston, but I actually feel more comfortable with the Dodgers at higher juice than I do with the Red Sox at minus 125 because I feel very strong that the Houston Astros are going to remember how to play baseball here. The thing is, Zach Greinke is not a good pitcher. He started out as the number one pitcher on the year and now he's in the bullpen, but he's found himself into the starting role here because of injuries to McCullers. Pavetta's done a good job for Red Sox. Red Sox are at home. This also should be a high-scoring game. Won money every single game so far on the over. Guess what? I'm not taking the over. The over is now 10. Uh, Yeah. Um, 
I said, you know, until they moved it high, moved the number too high, or they went over, you know, under the number until proven otherwise. Ten is not necessarily too high. It is a full point more than last yesterday, and a point and a half more than the opening lines were for the series. And I don't like Granky at all, but for some reason I can't play the over. What I am going to do, and this is a this is an absolute live play, if there is not scoring early in the game, and I can get an adjusted number of say seven and a half, and I'll look at it maybe up to eight and a half. I will take that, and that'll be an official play because these teams are going to put points on the board today. I just don't like 10. I just, I'm not, I'm not loving 10. Uh, and that's just the way it's going to be. So the official players are the Dodgers and the Red Sox, but it will be an official play on the over the Houston game if there's no scoring early. Now, on the other hand, if Boston decides they need to hit their fourth Grand Slam in three games early in the game, or if Houston decides that they can actually play baseball prior to the final innings or the mid-innings, then I'll just miss out on the over. But I don't care because there's 365 days a year and there's games every day, including all the major holidays. So on we go to NHL. Three plays on NHL. They all have good positive potential here. Going to take the under on Montreal and San Jose and the under, that's under six, and the under five and a half on Detroit and Columbus. I will tell you that in both games, the money is all on the over in both of these games, and there's sharp action on the under. So that doesn't mean it's all Joe's money on the over and all pro's money on the under. It just means there are sharp action plays, what's considered to be identified as sharp on the under, and the majority of the money is on the over. And I'm taking under on both games, and not because of that. That's an add-on. I'm just giving that information. These plays were taken prior to seeing that information. Um, well, I should say, this is my decision. Now let me look and see what's happening. Oh, this is what's happening. Okay, it doesn't change my mind. I like it. That's how that went. Um Winnipeg and Minnesota, I'm taking Minnesota minus 150. Very similar to baseball. you got to pay some juice on the clear favorite. Minnesota at home is a clear favorite, and I'm taking that. Now, finally, I'm going to finish up with some prop bets, four of them, quarter units or less each quarter, one quarter or less each. Uh, I've mentioned these, these two players before. I'll mention them again, but I'm not going to mention them every time they play. They're not always a play. There is going to be, depending upon who they're, going up against if it's a defensive-oriented team. They're going against Anaheim today. I had a lean on Edmonton on the puck line, minus one and a half goals. I decided against it um, just early in the season. They might just win by one, you know, who knows. Maybe it goes to overtime. We don't know. Um, Edmonton wins the game. They're, they're just too pricey to win out, uh, to uh, put on the money line. I don't like the the uh, goal, the puck line just yet. Uh, so here here's what I got for the props. As I mentioned, McDavid and Dreisaitl, high-scoring machines, lots of shots on goal. So you can go points, you can go assists, you can go goals, you can go shots on goal. Any of those bets, depending upon the scenario, are going to be good between these two players. Now, why do I say these two players? McDavid is the odds-on favorite to win the total points uh, championship, if you will, for hockey. He leads the field, meaning all the other players together versus him, and he's the guy. Dreisaitl would be included in that field, but he's on the same team, and he's not going to outdo McDavid. 
McDavid's, McDavid's a clear leader on the team. But <laughs> interestingly enough, McDavid, who won the Hart Trophy last season, his teammate Dreisaitl, Leon Dreisaitl, won it the year before. These guys are studs. They they help each other because you have to defend both of them. They're not always on the ice at the same time, but they certainly are during power plays, for example. Uh, they get the majority of the shots. They get the majority of the points. The shot, the assists are going to them. They're hitting the goals. They they're getting them to each other. I mean, it's just it just it's a never-ending machine on these two. And until the books figure out how to charge you too much juice on them, they're going to be profitable. They just are. So today's play is our McDavid over one and a half points. So again, very 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 quick brief uh, reminder. And this is wasted time for anybody who already knows this, but um, points are. One point given for an assist, one point given for a goal. So you can get two goals or two assists or one of each to get over one and a half points. But they, they count exactly equal equal on points. And then shots on goal is simply that. You don't have to complete. It doesn't have maybe the player has seven shots on goal and only one goal, right? So, you know, a quarterback throwing seven passes and only one of them is for a touchdown or something. You know, they're not equal to equal, but you know what I'm saying. So shot on goal is just as so you look for SOG or shots on goal in the stat sheet to see what they're doing. Uh, McDavid is averaging over three and a half, uh, and Dreisaitl is averaging three and a half, but he's underperforming so far in two games. This is not a this is not a big stat. Uh, to pull from for the season, but they're huge stats to pull from for the last five years. They've been teammates, you know. So um, McDavid and Dreisaitl over three and a half shots on goal each. They're separate bets, and both of them over one and a half points. You could take those anytime you want. I'm not going to always say it on these podcasts because it's going to be redundant, and I'm not their their biatch, as you might say. I mean, they're, they're just. <laughs> These guys are hockey players. You know, they're they're the hockey players. They're number one and number two, in my opinion. And you can't argue that they're both to, not top five and they're playing on the same team. So you're just you're just banking money every time you bet on these guys for the most part. You're gonna lose a lot of them, but you're gonna win more than you lose, and you're gonna cover the juice, and it's just they're just good plays until the books catch up. So good luck with these picks today.